0: Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Each episode we discuss a different photography subject. With my co-host Terry, we just try to make sense of some of the things we love about photography and some of the things that we don't love as much. Come join us. Welcome to this edition of Photo Mission Focus. Terry, how are you?
1: I'm really well. How are you?
0: I'm great. What have you been up to?
1: Ah been busy actually lots of editing lots of shooting thank yep. goodness it's been really good things that are a little bit different to my standard weddings i've been photographing some properties and some conferences it's been great
0: yeah i remember you saying that you had a conference yeah. coming up so it's, it's pretty been cool. really
1: good really good
0: excellent hey Susan, today we're talking about bucket list photography
1: so uh, what do you mean by bucket list photography well, exactly? I
0: think we can you can break bucket list photography into two groups. One is yeah, it might just be that the photo you want to take. Like some people want to take the bird diving in the lake getting yes. the fish. <laughs> you know, like if you can, you've seen some amazing pictures of the you know the the bird clutching onto the yes. fish. Yeah, and the water's dripping off. And yeah.
1: like, Oh, why couldn't <laughs> I take that picture? Or the bear <laughs> leaning in for the salmon? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think the other area of bucket list photography is actually um, destination. Mm. So basically, going to it. And I know. Yeah, really good point. Well, I remember uh, ages ago, I did a, on one of the forums that I'm kind of part of. I did a ask the question questions to people, what where would you like to go? And mm. a lot of people want to go and see um, the Northern Lights.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I kind of do, but maybe not to photograph it for.
0: But... <laughs> But we we having a little bit of a conversation before we started. We said the Northern yeah. Lights, and and but you had you had a particular thing you yeah. want you wanted to find out.
1: Yeah, I want to find out if it makes noise. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you see it on the movies, there's always this magical
0: <clears throat> noise. <laughs> I want, to, yeah,
1: I want to see that.
0: <laughs> I th- I think some of those things would be spectacular um, to see. And I think, like I said, bucket list photography is actually a really good tool for people who want to grow mm-hmm. their photography, mm-hmm. is to sit down and actually write themselves a list of things they want to ca- yeah. capture.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I kind of agree with you there. Now we're talking about it, I think it's a great idea. It could well,
0: be. Well, it might be that you maybe you've never shot a candid street portrait.
1: hmm
0: You might put that on your bucket list to say, you know, look, I want to go out, I mm-hmm. want to find a really mm-hmm. interesting person and ask them, can I shoot their portrait? Yeah. And do it on the street. So you're working with the light, the environment behind you. Mm-hmm. Um and I think those type of things. I mean, that's that's you see quite a lot of interesting people. I was in the city on the weekend, and I it was funny. I didn't take my camera, <laughs>
1: oh,
0: which is a very did you rare. Have your
1: iPhone with I you? did, and
0: I took lots of pictures of my <laughs> iPhone. Um, actually, that picture I was showing you of my wife just yes. earlier that was shot yeah, yeah. on that was shot on the iPhone.
1: Excellent, excellent.
0: So I did shoot some pictures, but not not with my DSLR. But I did actually see, and it's kind of I saw some really interesting people. I go, Oh, they'd be so good to photograph. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, like I said, but it kind of helps. Um, someone was saying too about like um, definitely with goals, if you write mm. them down, mm. right, so you've got something written down on paper, there's something about committing yes. your actions to paper. Yes. So, yeah. and like I said, photography is one of those things that it's, it's a really good thing to do is yeah. to basically have some goals of things that you might want to capture. I mean, yeah. I, I, I remember when I first got my macro lens um, I was, I want to get, I haven't got it yet, I want to get the bee in flight coming towards the camera, (laughs) you know what I mean? And it's so hard to get that shot,
1: You need to just pop your your camera lens inside some flowers (laughs) and that could work.
0: Well, I sat, look, I went to a number of locations where there was lots of like trees and there was lots of bees and so you kind of set up and then the problem with macro, if anyone's shot macro, is really incredibly shallow depth of field. Yes. And and I got some really cool shots of bees in flight, but not the one I want. So the one I'm kind of <laughs> especially like, I'm, I'm I'm eyeballing <laughs> I'm eyeballing the bee and he's eyeballing me. That's the shot I want. So that's on my that's on my bucket list and you know, hopefully one day I'll actually make it happen. <laughs> I'll get I'll get that shot. So but yeah. it's kinda
1: you might need to connect with a beekeeper. Any beekeepers out there, please write in the comments. Yeah, how do you
0: do it? Maybe maybe there's a trick to maybe do it.
1: There could be. There could be. Maybe put honey
0: on the lens yeah, or something. Yeah, I
1: think that you could be onto something or like some pureed um, apple or something, something around. Yeah. To
0: to attract the bee. Yeah. So look there might be like I said, there's you know, some of those shots that are iconic people see some shots mm. and they go, oh, I'd really like to take that mm-hmm. shot or learn mm-hmm. or learn how to take it. Mm-hmm. And I think look I think everyone um, a lot of photographers kind of keep away from shooting kind of those portrait type shots yeah. times. I think people worry, but I think they're such a, I mean, I'm just, just loving the idea of shooting more people. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Know? I definitely like shooting unusual people in like their own environment. I think it's there's something really yeah. special about that.
0: It's if, if right. So and I think you mentioned you were talking about um, where you lived and there was an old yeah, lady. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I lived next door to um, a beautiful old lady named Audrey who had been in her house for over 60 years and was in the process of moving out. And before she moved out, I approached her to take some photographs of her in her house and, yeah, managed to get a really gorgeous shot of her and her little dog. Standing and, in just window light, it was absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, and I think, yeah.
0: like I said, so and sometimes, like so, you nearly missed that opportunity.
1: Yeah, I did, cause she she left days, uh, like not several days, maybe two or three days after I'd taken that photograph.
0: Yeah. So it was was that just a thing you're waiting to to pluck up the courage, or you
1: yeah, just... it absolutely was. It was something that I, I'd spoken about for I think I, I lived in that house for nearly three years, and it was about a year and a half into my stay there. And it was definitely something that I'd, I'd spoken about to a few people. I really want to photograph Audrey. I want to photograph her. Because the stories she used to tell me about these amazing galas she would go to with her husband and she met the royal family at one of them and just just incredible.
0: Yeah, some of those people, have got they've got some incredible life stories. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think the, the thing that, um, was touching about that photo that mm. when you were telling me about it, that that she was actually um, vision impaired. She was.
1: She was vision impaired, and she would identify that to other people by wearing a, a badge with her name, introducing herself, and also letting them know that she had sight issues. Yep. Um, but she also had a little dog who was blind. So the photograph I took of her was with her and her dog, oh, which and is... they've both got glassy grey eyes because <laughs> their their sight's not too good, and it was just gorgeous.
0: Yeah. So I think <laughs> yeah. that's the thing, and so so really you on the bucket list, you yeah. didn't, but you didn't... Didn't
1: realise it. You didn't realise <laughs> yeah. it, did you? Yeah, and the more we're talking about it right now, it's making me realise that there is things that that I would like to photograph and maybe I should go home and write a bucket list.
0: Well, that, that's something I to say to the people listening to this. It is a really good tool to mm. grow your photography, is to sit down and write some things down that you'd like to capture.
1: And I think it's especially important if you're starting out and you're wanting to go into business as a photographer... Um, it's a great way to identify things that could help you with your portfolio. Is by creating a little bit of a bucket list, and it can help you get that extra experience as well for yeah. your work.
0: and I think look, the other thing is diversity. Sometimes when you're starting out, you don't you think you might want to shoot a particular style of photography. Like that's what you think. Oh, I want to be yeah. this photographer that shoots this. Trying a number of different things, like having a few different things on your bucket list. Mm. sometimes you might actually find something that you really love Mm. that you didn't think that you would
1: yeah i agree with you because i have recently started to really enjoy photographing in um lower light situations and i think i started to get really curious about those lower light like kind of window light scenarios yes after i took the photograph of audrey yes because it was just there was something really delicate about about that it was almost like a spotlight on your subject, and I find it's a really powerful lighting tool. So
0: I think, look, I said, you know, lighting is one of those areas too that really freaks a lot of new photographers out
1: because
0: mm. they worry about, oh, I'm going to get the lighting wrong. What's going to happen?
1: Well, well, you just have to do some research and figure out the best way to approach that lighting. Then, <laughs>
0: well, well, that's it. I said, window light I, for portraits. I think for for casual portraits, mm. window light's amazing. If like, you're
1: exposing for your highlights, it's yes. absolutely amazing.
0: So. Think about maybe some of the things that you haven't photographed. Mm. Make make a list. And like I said, you might be really into nature. So you might be mm-hmm. a real lover of nature. So you wanna photograph. I mean, a lot of people go bird watching and a part of the I suppose the thing of bird watching is is that you're ticking off birds
1: that you've seen. That you've seen and yeah. you know and the
0: goal is to kind of, you know, a bit like train spotting. There's train yes. <laughs> And, and there's people do it with planes there's plane spotters yes and and they'll actually sign off the, like the registration numbers of the planes oh
1: i I once dated a, a young man who would write down every plane that he was on in a little journal yeah it was very interesting yeah. well I
0: mean that's look that's the interesting thing about humans we all got these quirky things mm. and and some people like that connection of being able to I don't know document yeah. Where, where they've been? And I mean, I yeah. actually I know someone who's actually they've documented every flight they've been on, and they've been on a lot of flights. But I they've actually if it's documented. The same
1: person. It. Well,
0: they had a diary, and they used <laughs> yes. to just diarize it.
1: Yeah, and they would write down. No, this particular gentleman would write down who the captain was.
0: Okay, no. Yeah, what time? That's, that's really. They good.
1: ended up flying off <laughs> the plane. Details, destination, what, departure.
0: What, what he had for lunch?
1: Oh, I probably <laughs> did go into the detail. <laughs>
0: But I think that look that's that's something that, like I said, he was obviously passionate about. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously kept doing it. So that was yeah. actually a, a, for him like it was a, yeah. something that was he he kept on doing. And
1: that's actually a really good point to make. Um, so if you're creating a bucket list, another way to approach it is to not only have your list with you, but also keep a diary and, and detail. Like I know with digital cameras, we can go through the metadata and we can yep. find out. You know what our what our what our um, settings were and whatnot, but keeping a diary is like a really nice way. Well, it's, nice it's way an to... old
0: it's an old school thing that yeah. you you always had a notebook,
1: oh gosh, with yeah. film camera, so you'd always. you'd record
0: details about um oh, you well, know the, the light. You might even put notes about the light. It would
1: be the only way we could learn because yeah. once that film was developed, if you didn't have those notes, you would have no idea.
0: Because over time, you do skill develop that skill to be able to, to read light. Yes, and and. You can see when you've got similar light, and you go, "Well, last time I was in this type of lighting, yeah. this worked, or this didn't work." Yes, and then you can obviously adjust for those for those lighting variations yeah. and that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Back in the film days, it was not that easy.
0: No, no, it was, it was, there was a lot of challenges to yeah. do, and I think, um, and also look today for people doing bucket list stuff is so easy with digital because. You, Trying to catch that bee, you can take a you know, hundred pictures, and if they don't work, they don't work. That's fine.
1: Yeah, you can blaze through those shots to you, get the one. <laughs>
0: you know, and you can just keep persevering until you actually jag it and get yeah. one. Um, but I think, like I said, the other thing is, you know, we talked about with bucket list, it might be a destination, traveling mm. to a destination. Mm. The other thing too is, it doesn't have to be anything exotic, really. Mm. No. I mean, it could be, it could be like if you've never been to a rodeo. Yes, and a lot of people like, you know, people i either into something or not into something.
1: Yeah.
0: I've shot at two radios.
1: That would be so exciting.
0: It is exciting. Like, I mean, it is really um, – it's challenging because obviously – They move t- so fast. They're moving fast but you're shooting usually between the bars and the fence mm-hmm. so you usually can't well, – where you'd like to be with your lenses mm. over the fence but that's mm. not really practical and dangerous. And you also dangerous. have to
1: be able to anticipate where your shot's going to happen yeah. as well. So that's really interesting. Well, the other
0: thing too is – quite often where the, you don't have a choice where the light's coming yeah. from. So sometimes things that you want to be able to get highlights up are actually in shadow and that sort yeah. of thing. So sometimes yeah. it's a challenge.
1: It's like a wedding reception. <laughs> Well it kind
0: of is like a wedding reception.
1: <laughs> they can, get I just, the dance floor. can
0: I just move all the tables over here, please? Can I just move the pews in the church? <laughs>
1: I'd love to be able to do that.
0: Imagine <laughs> if you could do that. Imagine if you could walk into a church and you could just go, I'm the photographer. This <laughs> does not work. We have to completely move everything.
1: <laughs> I have actually done that in a few wedding ceremonies. The ones that are outside. Yes. That's the only time. But
0: but it makes sense because because if you don't the shot's going to suffer. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you get that one shot, one chance to take the shots, mm. and that's why um, they're using a professional. Yeah. Because you go, hey, sorry guys, can't have the table. You're all looking into the sun, all squinting. Yeah,
1: it's, it's not going to work out. Not really Sorry.
0: Work. <laughs> so if you if you were going to write your bucket list mm. for destinations, where if and say for instance, you know, there was a golden ticket. Yeah. Here's a golden ticket, Terry. You can go anywhere you like. Where do you think you'd go?
1: Oh, goodness. Oh.
0: It's a hard one, isn't it?
1: It's got to be somewhere that's in walking distance to a pub. <laughs> 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 um, That's a really tough question because I've never really thought about it. Yeah. I always, I always imagine going to Canada just yes. to photograph because the colours and the – from what you see, like all the beautiful forest and whatnot, but I just, I'd have to give that a really good think. Actually, may have to get back to you on that one.
0: Well, that's all right. You're gonna, have to yeah. We might about. have to do part well, two of this one. So, so what? What we might actually do for homework for this episode is get you to write your list. Yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> and we can come back and revisit it in another podcast. Yeah. In a bit of time, and go, oh, Terry, how'd you go? Yeah,
1: yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. I'll write a bucket list.
0: Yeah, look, I mean, it's one yeah. of those things. I've, I've thought about some of the places, and I've been lucky enough to shoot a lot of different places, um yeah. which is which is really cool. Yeah,
1: you're very well travelled, aren't you?
0: Yeah, I've been lucky. I've been very lucky to be able to and and and, and been lucky to I suppose, I don't know, be there at the right time in some places, mm. um to, to capture some of the stuff. And I think like um if I'm thinking about cities, one of the most exciting cities I think to shoot in is New York.
1: Mm. I have heard that from several Actual photographer friends. They yeah. say New York is the place to go to take photos.
0: Yes. If, it, if it's not on your bucket list and, you, and you're a street photographer.
1: Yeah.
0: I'd say at, try and add New York to, your, yeah. to it. Yeah. Because it, it is absolutely, there's some absolutely phenomenal scenes.
1: And there's a really, there's, a, there's an amazing photographer in New York who takes pictures on his yes. iPhone.
0: Yes. Humans of New York. I think yes. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his pictures are incredible. He's got
0: such a, he's got such a great um tapestry of stuff Mm, happening it's just mm. such a they say it's a city that never sleeps
1: Mm. so there's
0: always something happening
1: and there's another um photographer that i've seen some work from and he actually he photographs from his wheelchair because sadly he has um oh my god i can't remember for the life of me what 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 he's got but he's becoming slowly paralyzed so he has rigged up something in his chair with the help of lots of many many friends um, so he can still photograph. So he yes. photographs while he's around in his wheelchair and the photographs are just amazing.
0: And, and that'd be interesting too because he'd be shooting from a perspective. So like there's like there's a technique when you're shooting street photography, the hip shooting, mm-hmm. shoot from the hip. Mm-hmm. And the, the reason you normally shoot from the hip is that you're trying to be covert you, mm. Your covert shooting. Mm. but shooting from the hip, you get a different view of the world. yeah, right? and
1: that, I think that's the magic of his photographs. Yeah. It, it's a very different viewpoint and a very unique interaction that he gets out of his yeah. out of the people he photographs. And, and I he, think
0: I think you know um, changing your shooting angle
1: mm, can
0: really change. I mean absolutely in, as a wedding photographer, do you tend to sometimes that you will deliberately shoot from a slightly different angle or do you try to um, shoot? As where the eye is normally.
1: It depends, I guess, how the day is going, I mean, subject. Like, like, More, more so probably yeah. when you get
0: the bride and groom apart. Yeah. Not actually while the... the yeah. I mean, there is there is a... I think there is always a nice shot of the ring going on the hand. Yeah. Shot, yeah. shot kind of from, from the, the ring's perspective. Yeah, I'm
1: usually crouched down <laughs> the ground for that one. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am shooting quite low... During a ceremony, for those reasons, because it is, it's it's a really great technique as well for storytelling to yes. be shooting from those different angles. Well, that's
0: right because that's where the story is. When that ring's going on the finger, that's where the story mm. is. That's that's mm. yeah, you know, that's that union. Yeah. So it's kind of great to be able to catch that. So, but look, I think there's um there's so many great places, and I've I've tried to. I mean, I do like historical things, so I've tried to go to within driving distance to, like, some of the historical sites.
1: Yeah, you'll need to go to Fort Linton if you haven't been. It's, yeah, I've
0: done, I've done a shoot at Fort Linton. Yeah, isn't
1: it amazing? That's that's actually on a lot of photographers' buckets. Yeah, there's, yep.
0: there's, there's actually a um, shoot coming up very shortly at Fort, Fort Linton. You might have
1: to come along. I'll to talk to you about one. that after yeah. the show. <laughs> you might want to
0: be involved in that. Um, but, yeah, look, some of the some of the things are cool to go and shoot some some historic stuff like, mm. you know, old buildings mm. um, or historic sites. Mm-hmm. Fort Lytton, I like, said, so there's a lot of historic stuff. If you're in Brisbane, that's a great mm. that's a great one. Yeah. I went out to a place and it's out Mount Me and it's called the Gantry. Okay. And it's a part of like an old sawmill and there's what's left of it. There's this big structure yes. that's left.
1: Yeah, I know the one you're talking about. It's amazing. And yeah. It's,
0: it's got some... Old machinery up there in top of it like still. It's
1: probably at least 20 metres tall, oh, yeah? Oh, it's hugely it's, tall. Yeah, yeah I always huge. think how how good would it be to have a wedding in here? That's yeah, always yeah, that, what I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Well, it's, I mean, I'm, you know, someone, it's funny, I was talking to another photographer and we were talking about some of the different things around there. I don't know if you've ever seen that little bridge at Cedar Creek, the little stone bridge. A lot of people shoot it. Oh. It's actually oh. the entrance to someone's property. They've built... This ornate I, yeah, stone bridge. I think
1: I know the one you're talking about. So a lot of
0: people get down in the, there's a creek flying through and they get yes. down there and shoot it. Yes, Um. Anyway, and we were talking about that and I said, oh, yeah, but that's like I everyone shoots that. Yeah. You see lots of shots of it. Yeah. Really hard to put your own personal stamp it on it. Yeah,
1: there's lots of locations like yeah. that actually.
0: And they said, oh, have you seen that gantry? And I went, I hadn't. So I googled it, and of course, then found it, and then we actually went out there and had a look at it. And it is kind of like it's just such a big. It structure.
1: is so huge. Yeah, yeah. So
0: it's 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 kind of hard too. Like when I got there, I really didn't know how to capture it.
1: Yeah, because it is quite enormous. So I ended
0: up kind of capturing parts of it. So some of the details of the machinery that was yeah. still there and.
1: Because there's like, not even any opportunity for light to kind of fall in there. It's quite a dark structure. It's quite a dark. Because it is hidden in it, trees, isn't yeah, it? It's yeah, it's kind of
0: surrounded by trees and that type of stuff. Mm. So, yeah. It's
1: a challenge in there, I think.
0: So, I mean, everyone should be getting their, I think, should be getting their pen and paper out <laughs> or if you yeah, you know, digital, maybe on your...
1: On your notes field, on your...
0: On your notes. On your and iPhone. <laughs> and, and, and start t- typing down some of the things that you might want to shoot. And as I mm. said, it could be just simply places that are... You've never visited because we're all actually guilty of living somewhere sometimes
1: and not seeing what's and around not seeing it. Us, yeah. I, and I think
0: you you were telling me a story before we started about um, there's someone down at Sandgate who goes and does this walk mm. and basically talks about all
1: the historic houses. In, all the historical yeah, houses, yeah. yeah.
0: And and it's Amazing. funny once you start learning the history of places. Sometimes it's quite fascinating yeah. what's gone on before
1: it is it is yeah there's lots of great things that you can take advantage of in brisbane that are historical walks which yeah. would be a really good way to kind of identify what you want to put on your bucket list
0: yeah exactly and this this podcast when I mean, we record a few podcasts but and then we they go up but this one should be up There's a really good opportunity in brisbane um called open house i think it's it's around like the the 12th or 13th it's about the middle of october yeah and um all these amazing buildings they open the doors and you can actually go in and photograph. And I was lucky enough. Um, um, oh gosh,
1: that's making me think of an idea.
0: Well, two years ago, I went and photographed in the old windmill up at oh. Spring Hill.
1: Really, I was there the other day, actually visiting a friend at the hospital.
0: Okay, so I shot in there, and I also went down into the underground reservoir at Spring Hill and shot in the underground reservoir. And it used to be a water supply for the city. So this. Wow. Is- and they they're, they're open. The the windmill's are a bit harder to get into because yeah. you've got to book a ticket. The, some of them, basically, you just rock up. But all the churches are open in the city. There's some amazing, and I can't think of it where it's St. Andrews or which, but there's one that's got this amazing spiral staircase. Yeah, Absolutely. Right. And you can shoot from the top down, from the bottom. Is that the
1: really I'm, huge one? Yeah, yeah. One of the
0: spires, like, it's this massive big staircase. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that's a really good... You can tick a lot of things off a bucket list. There's yeah. a lot of really cool you things. You get
1: really creative with that one.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the said. And some of those pictures too. They, you know, you can be, you know, just find that angle that someone else mm-hmm. hasn't shot. Mm. I do kind of like. I'm always a sucker for those kind of staircases that spiral up, mm. and you can shoot from. Yeah, you know that low yeah. looking up, and
1: yeah, so a few other hotels have really good.
0: Yeah, and and like it's amazing. Every year there's lots of. Lots of buildings are just open to the public, mm. and it's usually on the on the. I think it runs for the two days on the weekend. Okay. And um, yeah, something that maybe people put mm. that on their bucket list if they I might put
1: that on my bucket list if you live in <laughs> Brisbane.
0: Yeah, I'll show you some shots I took. Yeah, that'd be great. Last year and the year before. Be great. So, yeah, so we've been talking about bucket list photography, and, and might not necessarily be destination; could just be items. So hopefully, this has kind of got thoughts going for you that you might think, yeah, you know what, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to write myself a bucket list mm-hmm. and I'm going to try and tick those shots off as I go. So, I
1: think it's a great idea for people to do. Yeah, I,
0: mm. I think, and to grow your photography. Yeah. Well, I hope you like this um, this edition. If you do, you can leave us a comment. Um, if you've got a suggestion for something else we can, Terry and I can talk about, you can leave that in the comments as well. Thanks, Terry. Thanks.
1: You soon. See you soon. Bye. Bye.